Greetings, welcome to all our listeners of Srimad Devi Bhagwat. <clears throat> now we shall read Chapter Five, Episodes Thirty and Thirty-One. Here it is Death of Shumba and Nishumba. Vyasji says Nishumba went and faced the Devi with the full knowledge. that if he did not win he would most certainly die shumba who was well versed in the art of war came as a standby and remained in his chariot all the gods were watching from the skies hidden by the clouds nishumba started by shooting arrows at the devi bhagavati chandika picked up her bow and laughed loudly then she spoke to kali just look at these foolish brothers both have come here to embrace death even after seeing the death of raktabija they think they can be victorious <clears throat> desire has infinite strength that is why the lame weak low born having no allegiance and stupid mortals cannot escape the influence of these desires it is desire and expectations that have bound these two danavas and brought them to battle now their death at my hands is inevitable their span of life is over fate has brought them here i will kill them in the presence of all the devas today vyas ji says he devi kalika picked up her bow and covered nishumba with her arrows he responded with a volley of sharp arrows and the war began the lion shook his mane and picked up danvas like an elephant picks up sugarcane when nishumba saw the lion devouring all his soldiers he picked up his special bow and rushed shumba saw this and joined the battle he ran past kalika to catch devi ambika when he reached he saw her standing majestically she was dec- decorated with beautiful ornaments and in her anger her eyes had become red seeing this fierce and terrifying form of the devi all the sentiments of marriage and victory receded from his mind accepting the possibility of death he stood still with his bow in his hands the devi laughed and spoke in a loud voice which could be heard by all oh foolish one if you wish to live drop all your weapons and go to patala or to the ocean if not then come to the beautiful battlefield and die by the arrows then you will go to heaven and live peacefully it is not advisable to show false bravery i am offering you abhayadan that is protection if you come to my lotus feet you can all live in peace vyasji says nishumbha reacted by rushing forward with a sharp sword and crescent shield he brought the sword down on the lion then he turned on the devi and tried to injure her 
she stopped him with her mace and hit him on the shoulder even though he was hit he started throwing darts at the devi chandika the devi sounded her alarming bell and warned nishumba of her intentions to kill him by drinking often from her cup of honey a great battle started all the scavenging birds like vultures and crows and carnivorous animals like dogs and jackals were circling the battlefield impatiently already bodies of elephants horses and soldiers were strewn around seeing this nishumba trembled with fury he picked up his mace and rushed at the devi bhagavati jagadamba stopped him with a loud voice oh fool i am wielding my sword to cut off your head then you can go to yama <coughs> vyas ji says devi bhagavati chandika with one sweep of her sword removed his head from his body still his headless body began to dance with mace in hand the devi then cut off his hands and legs he fell to the ground like a mountain the danava army was in disarray they ran to shumba who had gone back to his palace when he saw them he asked where is nishumba how did all of you get injured like this they spoke very gently to their king rajan your brother nishumba was given up his life and is lying on the battlefield all his soldiers have also been killed by that devi oh king no one no one can match that devi and it is inadvisable to fight with her without a doubt this devi has especially come to destroy all the deityas and fulfill the prayers of the devas she is a maha devi and even the devas cannot know her fully it seems as if the night of dissolution has come the gods are singing her stutis it is clear that she has come only to help the devas if you wish to be safe we must all go away from here oh rajan destiny makes even the strongest and most powerful person into weaklings when the appointed time comes therefore it let us wait out this bad time at the present moment fate is favorable to the devas and unfavorable to us but it is not permanent sometimes it causes birth and at other time it causes death during one period it gives bounty and during another it causes distress you have the example before you very recently indra and all the gods gave their share of offerings to you because fate was favorable to you but now this same fate has changed everything upside down now it is for you to decide what most what must be done if we choose life then later fate may grant us happiness vyasti says hearing these words from his soldiers who had run away from the battlefield daityaraj shumba became angry and said oh fools why are you these wild words falling from your mouth life is no more valuable for me after sending my own brother and other warriors to their death how can i run away good and bad times are entirely in the hands of destiny it is a fact 
that this silent fate cannot be interfered with or neutralized. So, why should I worry? Whatever has to happen will ultimately happen. When the invincible Nishumbha and Raktabija could be killed by a mere woman, why should I become a coward and run away to save my life? The creator Brahma is complete and self-supporting. But when both halves of Brahma's life come to an end, he also relinquishes his body. One day of Brahma contains thousand Chatur Yugas, four ages of the world, Satya, Treta, Vyapara and Kali. During this period, fourteen Indras come and reign and go back to heaven. Foolish ones, fate cannot be shifted even one step. Why should I worry myself about it? The sun, the moon, the earth and the mountains all die without a doubt. It is fixed that those that are born must die and those that die are born again. This body is transitory, but we should preserve its renown and fame. Get my chariot ready immediately. I will go to battlefield and let the fate decide whether I win or die. Shumbha immediately got into his chariot and rode towards the Himalayas where the Devi was enthroned. He was followed by his army consisting of Chaturangi, four divisions, elephants, horses, chariots and infantry. When he reached the holy mountain, he beheld the Devi seated on the lion, Tribhuvana Mohini, Bhagavati Jagadamba, was in the form of a beautiful woman. She was decorated with lavish ornaments. All the gods, yakshas, gandharvas and kinaras were in the skies, singing her stutis and dropping fragrant flowers on her. Fascinating sounds of conch and bell filled the air and the sweet smell of parijata flowers pervaded the atmosphere. Shumbha was struck by her delicacy and gravity, two qualities which rarely coexist. The slender softness of her form showed her to be in the prime of youth, but the signs of desire or appetite were totally missing. This most amazing state was manifesting before his eyes. He began to wonder, can this be Devi Ambika by whose hand the entire Dhanava army was being destroyed? What should I do to get her under my control? I do not even have any effective mantra that I can use because she is verily Sarva Mantra Mai, source of all mantras. Nor can I leave now and go to Patala. If she cannot be won by sweet words, gifts and promises, then I will have to fight. But death at the hands of a woman brings dishonor and discredit. Wise men have said that the most desirable death is on a battlefield against a foe of similar strength and prowess. But fate has brought before me such a woman who is more powerful than thousands of warriors and who has come primarily to finish my race. Vyasji says, thinking all these things, Shumba maintained his courage to fight. He addressed the goddess Devi, started the fight. Actually, all this effort on your part is useless. 
you are not using your intelligence it is not a pleasant sight to see a woman fight a woman should use her eyes as arrows and arms as bows even a wise man succumbs to these charms you should be applying sandal paste on to your body desire should be your chariot and sweet words your drum beat bashful modesty is your robe holding weapons in your hands is a mockery your feet are for taking small dancing steps not for running with a maze you have advisers like kalika and chamunda occasionally chandika also advises you the wrathful shiva is always in attendance the most ferocious of all animals the lion is your convenience instead of playing the veena you are sounding the conch and bell all these are contrary to your form and appearance devi if you wish to fight then assume the proper appearance big broad lips long tongue sharp long nails broad face smoky complexion big long limbs fearsome frown and eyes like a cat only then will i fight with you in your present form of beauty which compares with the wife of a cupid i cannot lift my hand on you vyasji says janmaje shumbha was under the effect of kamadev and was babbling senselessly bhagavati jagadamba smiled and spoke devi said oh fool wounded by kama's arrows why are you prattling uselessly silly one you can fight with kalika and chamunda i am here only to watch these two devis are sufficient to defeat you i do not wish to fight with you then devi bhagavati jagadamba spoke sweetly to kalika kalike you fight with his this demon who wishes to fight with an ugly and hard featured opponent and kill him vyasti says kalika is verily kala roopini that is embodiment of time when destruction time arrives she makes appearance on receiving instructions from devi jagadamba she immediately picked up her mace and began to fight a great battle ensued devi kalika used her mace and broke shumba's golden chariot to pieces chandika killed the donkeys and the driver of the chariots a furious shumba picked up his heaviest mace and began to fight on the foot he smiled as he hit devi kalika on the chest she stooped the mace and picked up her sword she cut off his left hand and still shumba rushed towards devi kalika with the mace devi kalika laughed loudly and cut off his right hand also he began to fight by kicking his legs devi cut off his legs as well then with one stroke she severed his head from his body finally he fell down lifeless indra and all gods rejoiced and sang stutis to devi kalika and devi chandika a pleasant breeze blew there was brilliant light from all directions havans blazed with high flames those danvas who were still alive did pranam to devi bhagavati jagadamba laid down their arms and left for patala 
I have told you in detail this most favorite story of the Devi. It covers the destruction of all the Anvas and the preservation of the gods. Men who live on earth should listen to or read this great narration if they want their desires to be fulfilled. By the grace of Bhagavati, those who are childless, beget children, and those who have no wealth become wealthy. The sick get relief from their illness. Those who read these sacred scriptures have no fear and finally get their moksha. Shat Koti Koti Pranam to Devi, Kalika and Chandika. Our Shat Koti Koti Pranam to Devi, Jagadamba. Namaste to all our listeners of Srimad Devi Bhagavat.